back, Dr. J with the Healthy Truth. It is 8.31 on a hot Wednesday. And uh, life goes on. Summer is in the beginning of uh, what's going to be a phenomenal summer and hopefully continue through into the fall. But let's uh, let's start talking about a few things here. Um, again, as always, thank you for those who listen. Thanks for those who share and leave reviews. I appreciate them. And... Um, please continue to do so so I know that I'm doing the job that I'm trying to do and I'm also changing if I need to change for you as well okay so quick tidbits of what's going on here I think two things uh, one which is probably more well known than the other well we'll start with the one that's not as well known um, some of you have maybe have seen there's been a little bit of a buzz and I say a little bit because you know God forbid we throw out something here which may help people um, about people that have been taking a drug um, typically used as a dewormer for animals and um, have been saying that it is curing their cancer so you know I think the way we look at cancer and from the beginning is is completely completely wrong we look at it as something that needs to be cut out and burned out and in some instances it goes you know to a point where cutting it out may be the best thing to do because it's gotten past a certain point but in some of these cases if you look uh you just google animal dewormer um, and cancer you'll see some of these people i mean there was a, a man i was watching yesterday who is in stage four cancer um it it was everywhere i mean this guy had it from brain to bone to everything gave him three months they said just go home uh he started taking this along with i think vitamin e and um something else and it completely took him into remission and, and resolved his cancer now they said he was on an experimental drug as well, and they said, but when they look back at it, the, the experimental drug, the people that were on it, the small case study, um, everyone else that was on the experimental drug and not on this other drug died. Um, so he's the only one that survived. So it obviously couldn't be the experimental drug. If, and if it, if it was one in a hundred people uh, that made it, that's not a good stat either. Um, but he is one of a few cases um, more and more cases of people that have been using this drug um, and having phenomenal results with their cancer. And it, it really make, you know, makes you think about all the ways that we treat and deal with cancer. And, um, you know, you listen to people that have had it and been diagnosed and gone through the treatments and have made it through or not made it through. I mean, there's no good way around it. I mean, the way we treat cancer right now is not the the way it's supposed to be treated. Um, we've always looked at cancer as something where the cells are dividing out of control and um, that it's, you know, takes over and, and basically will kill you. Um, but we never look back to the simple things of why. Why is it doing that? Not just, all right, how do we stop it? Because sometimes you stop it and it just comes back because you never really address the cause. So I think it's an interesting thing to look at. I think if you Google it, you'll see some interesting uh, talk about it. It's it, Again, it's, it's probably very small, very hidden. 
not easy to find, but Google it and you'll probably come across it. You can really come across some interesting stuff. The other thing is obviously about COVID because we're still talking about that and we're talking about the Delta variant. God forbid we call it the Indian variant because we don't want to offend anybody, but that's where it was first recognized. Um, I mean, isn't this, isn't this stupid? Like, we're not saying it, it's it's Indian people that caused this. We're saying it's a variant that was first recognized in India, just like in the UK, just like in South Africa. But in the culture we live in, you can't label anything because you'll offend somebody. Anyway, what you're seeing now is there's big marketing thing for unvaccinated people. It's the unvaccinated people that are causing a problem. It's the unvaccinated people that are going to make this spread. It's the unvaccinated people that need to uh, be gotten to and be vaccinated and, and get with the program and help your community. It goes back to the same crazy, stupid stuff as always. This is about profit. Why are so many vaccinated people being affected by this variant? Why is there a variant? It's because viruses mutate. This is what happens. This thing may be with us forever. Who knows? Like the flu. Who knows? The flu may not be with us forever. It may burn out. We have no idea. But it is not the unvaccinated that are causing an issue. I'm not going to get too deep into this. Again, common sense plays a big role that people are not using. They're just relying on people that are lying to them consistently to make them believe the truth. But when some of this stuff comes out, you have to think, look, you've been exposed to something and you show antibodies. Why on earth would you get vaccinated? It doesn't work that way. No, no base level scientist, immunologist, virologist, infectious disease person should ever tell you that you should get vaccinated once you've been exposed and have the antibodies. That's how it works. That's nature. And if they do, either they have no idea what they're talking about or it's corrupt. Because it doesn't work that way. And it is not unvaccinated people that spread anything. If you are vaccinated and it works, you should be protected against everybody. You could be the only vaccinated person in the world and feel confident that you won't get anything. But guys, it doesn't work that way. Have we not learned? It doesn't work that way. This vaccine doesn't work the way it's told to you it works. We have no idea the long-term effects. Have you checked into the amount of adverse re- effects that have been reported from people that have taken the vaccine? The amount of deaths that have, it is in a system which is called VAERS, which you might be familiar with, God, I actually went the wrong way. I cannot believe I went the wrong way. <laughs> oh my God, I am, I am the worst. And <clears throat> why I try to do podcasts and, and do this at the same time is beyond me. I actually went the wrong way. Um, why, 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 why did it, what, what was my reasoning behind this? Um, if a vaccine works, There should be no reason to have to coerce anyone, ever, ever. 
if it works, you tell people, look, it's great. It works. We see it protects you. Get it. But that's not what's happening. We've had to try to coerce everybody to tell them that it works. We'll buy you a free beer. We'll put you in a lottery. Guarantee you the people that won these lotteries for vaccines and whatever, I bet you they had to pay taxes on it. You want to bet? I guarantee you, if you use common sense, you would realize that this vaccine is not working the way you're being told it's supposed to work. Doesn't. Many, many people across the world are showing a majority of cases that are now being infected by the variant are from vaccinated people. Just look at it. Don't fall for this marketing campaign of we have to get everybody vaccinated to get through this. It's not how it works. And if you choose to get it, great. That's your choice. If you chose not to get it, great. It's your choice. Your choice does not affect anybody else. Please don't ever think it does. Whether you chose to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated, you are not helping or hurting your community. It doesn't work that way. Your choice affects you. That's how it works. So just, again, use common sense. I mean, please, I mean, and please speak up because you're all being told a complete lie over and over and over. And it doesn't work the way you're being told. So that said, let's get into the topic of the day. The one that I really want to speak about, uh, which has to do with, again, labels, but a little more of, of how do we really decide what's healthy and what's not healthy as I figure out how to now get out of this traffic jam, lose my voice. Of course, there's going to be a yawn at some point here. You know, that's, that's how it's going to work, but here we go. Okay. Am I going to be on the right thing here? Oh God. Uh, okay. So here we go. The reason I bring this topic up is because I'm on a couple of forums on Facebook, which is really people looking for certain things, uh, dye-free products for their kids. And what I'm noticing on these forums is dye is is to is the forefront. This is what you know because there's a relationship between dye and behavior, and that's very well documented. But is it? okay just because it's dye free to then have a product so what i'm noticing on these forums is that a lot of people are just saying well okay so it's dye free great i'm going to give it to my kids but when you look at the rest of the product the rest of the product is horrible it's not a good alternative it's just not So you have to be weary of products that are not just die free, but have other bad things in them as well. 
I mean, I look at some of these things and I say, you know, like it's, it's, it's like looking at the surface. It's like, well, it looks okay, but I'm not going to look deeper into it and see what else may be in there. I mean, dive free is great. I mean, I think it's the, it's the first step that most companies are going in besides, you know, non-GMO. Um, a lot of companies are going that way because it's consumer demand. They want dye free. But if you look at it, it's like, okay, well, you know, we made it with another natural dye, let's say, and sometimes which are not any better. Um, but we've left all the other bad stuff in it. So you must, must learn to read and decipher labels. It's, it's that important. You have to know when you look at a label whether it is something you want your child to consume or not. A lot of times now, being in the summer, we're looking for you know treats, right? We're looking, well, they're going here and they're going there and everybody's having this and I don't want them to have that because it sets them off and some kids are definitely, definitely more susceptible to behavioral, behavioral issues with dyes than others. But sometimes it's not just the dye. Sometimes it's the other stuff. Sometimes it's artificial flavors. Sometimes it's chemicals. You have no idea. You can't see, touch, touch or taste. Maybe it's herbicides that are in there. Maybe it's pesticides. Um, sometimes it's the artificial flavor. Sometimes it's the preservatives. TBHQ is one you hear not much of anymore. It was, it was hot for a second. You have to assume Number one, if a product has dye in it, it's most likely has bad stuff in it to begin with. That's number one. Number two, if it's dye free, don't assume it's good. Learn what the rest of the label means. Just Google it. It's so simple. If you look at something and you're like, huh, what's that? Google it and decide. Like, Silica, okay? A lot of people see silica and they don't really know what is silica. Silica is sand. So it's used as an anti-clumping agent. So they're able to make certain things without them just becoming one big block. You want your kids eating sand? Uh, wood pulp. Just, if it says wood pulp, is that something you think is okay for kids to eat? Some of it's obvious. Now, you get stuff like natural color, natural flavor. How is that? Well, the term natural is very deceptive. You know, it might take my dog for a walk and he takes a dump out on the yard. That's natural. Is that okay? Most people are starting to realize that some of the natural stuff is not. Number one, not organic, right? So you may be GMO. It may be a GMO source, which means that it could be filled with lots of chemicals. That's number one. Number two, natural can be anything. It's like vanilla. Some vanilla, the flavoring, vanilla, the scent, vanilla. I'm sure you saw this. You probably thought it was a joke. Comes from the, the anal glands of beavers. That's natural. So is that okay? Natural is very deceptive. You need to stay, you need to be, let's, let's say be weary of natural. Okay. You just have to know more about the product. Some of it is knowing the company, you know, I, like I make it a point 
to tell people how we do things. You know, I have five kids. I wouldn't give this stuff to my kids if I wouldn't make stuff that I wouldn't give to my own children. And I'm, you know, extreme. But again, I think when you make a company and you're making products for kids, you should be. There's lots of bad stuff out there. I don't know how people in charge who know what goes into these products, how they sleep at night sometimes. Because some of it is just blatantly bad. Some of it's not. Some of it's hidden. You know, I told this story, got a while back, but I'll, I'll tell it again because just so you know, just, you know, this just, it's, this is why I would say, well, you know, you go down the rabbit hole further and further, you find out more. I mean, being in an industry that I'm in and knowing now the, the ins and outs of what goes on, you really get to see the stuff that, that happens. And uh, it goes way beyond just the knowing your labels. Back when I was developing uh, Wubba Water, <clears throat> this was maybe three formulas ago, I, I was hooked up with a company. It was a very big company. And um, we were reformulating and doing some things and talking about sweeteners and things that we had to you know, do and add and, and whatnot. And um, there's a, you know, you have to decide if you want it to be low sugar, if you want it to have some sort of sweetness, how do you do that without putting in artificial? So the woman I was dealing with was telling me that they were working for um, another company that had a competitor competitor out there, and they were looking to make a product that was, uh, you know, the direct competition for it. So the company had a product out that was touting five calories, but it was very sweet. It also said it had no artificial um, sweeteners, no um, sugar alcohols, erythritol, stuff like that. But it was very sweet and they said there's no way it could be this sweet at five calories this low sugar and and not have something else in it so what the company did is they took that drink and they reverse engineered it and they broke it down and what did they find they found that the company was using aspartame sucralose and it is nowhere listed that they use it in fact they tout that they don't use it this is what's out there, folks. This is what's out there. And this is why sometimes you see companies get called on stuff and consumer, um, you know, they'll sue, sue as do a, a consumer uh, complaint and then there'll be a class action suit to show that uh, there was stuff in there and they say, oh, well, that's a part of the natural processing. We're not sure how it is. It happens all the time. This is why you need to stick to organic made with organic and as much as you can with stuff that has to go through a process not to say stuff doesn't get through but you have less of a chance of things getting through if you stick with stuff that has to go through the process because there's lots of stuff that's obvious and there's lots of stuff that's not and there's stuff that you would never know you know, it's bad enough that like erythritol, which is the sugar alcohols, are touted as a great replacement for sugar because it doesn't digest. It's it's something your body can't digest well, so it passes through. But people don't know it's one of the leading, the three leading uh, side effects of, of, of sugar alcohols is headaches, stomach aches, and a laxative effect. And you're having this drink you think is great. It's low sugar 
low calorie. But meanwhile, it's been giving you all these things that you had no idea and no um, thought of tracing it back to this. It's crazy. It's crazy. That and we have to be diligent, especially with your kids. This is, you know, you're you're layering kids with stuff that may affect them later on. Some of them affects them right away. There's the yawn. 2022. If you had it on your sheet, you win. <laughs> um, some of this stuff is layering. You're layer, layering it on children that as they get to a point, it stacks up and then it affects them later on. But you have to be diligent about it. You have to be. And folks, you too. I mean, look, if you've gone through it as a, and you're now you're suffering as an adult, it doesn't mean you can't reverse it. You can certainly change what goes into your system. That's up to you. And it will change too. Now you've had years maybe of it, so it may take a little longer, but you can change for the better. And you want to talk about disease and all this other stuff. One of the simplest things we can do to help change our body for the better, reverse disease processes, things that are saying our body's not working right and something is taking over our ability to prosper is to go back to the simple things that make you an optimal human, which is diet, drinking clean water, exercise, moving, strengthening your body, getting enough sleep. Nobody gets sleep anymore. Nobody. You drain your body's ability to heal by not getting sleep mental attitude, staying positive, getting rid of the negative, seeing the world for what you really have and where you really are. Some of us just see us as lacking until you see the person that has no arms and no legs. You see the person who has no house. You see a person who's a billion times worse off than you. Looking at things in a positive light. You have to go back to basics, folks. You have to. A child is a blank slate. If you do these things for them when they're little, they will grow up and be a gajillion times better off than most people. I'll, I'll tell you this only because, again, I'm not, this isn't tout, this isn't patting myself on the back or making you, you know, say, well, look at me. But I was at a, a party over the weekends, um, 4th of July, was talking to somebody, you know, interesting guy I never spoke with before, talked about kids or whatever, and I told them that, you know, I have a uh, 20-year-old. And he was like, he was like, what did you have them when you were 16? Like, what did you have, you had this kid when you were 16? I was like, no. I'm like, you know, going to be 49 this year. Um, but the reason he said that and the reason... I get that. My wife gets it too. Is because we treat our bodies with respect. We treat our bodies well. Therefore, we don't go through this process of premature aging. We don't look that age we're supposed to look at 49. We are in a way better place than most people our age. 
and it's the minority, which is sad. It's really sad. You know, my kids range from 20 down to six. It's odd for people to think I have a 20 year old, but not a six year old. Think about that. So look, you have to educate yourselves. You have to, have to, have to look deep into what you're eating. These, the closer it is to the earth, the better. As soon as you start getting into packaged goods, you have to know what is in it. You have to. Eat as organic as you can. The prices are much better than they used to be. And you can get stuff from Walmart all the way up to Whole Foods. But be cautious with everything. And you'll live a better life. And your kids will live a better life. Okay. I found my way. I am late, but I found my way. I, I really, actually, I was on a roll for a while. I think I, I think I was doing pretty well. And then God knows, God knows why it's so hard for me to do two things at once like this. I, I really don't know. Anyway, have a phenomenal day, phenomenal week, month, year. Live life, enjoy, do the right things, use common sense and speak out when things are not right. So we all can live the same way. This is Dr. J with The Healthy Truth. I'll talk to you soon.